You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online show. Sean Callahan, Robert Washett, Nick Klaus. Let's talk some spring practice, guys, as it feels like spring. It's 60s and even we'll get some 70s next week in the forecast. But um, take us to our next segment here, the mailbag, as we'll take your questions uh, from our Husker Online users. And first question, um, a general the spring question, if, Xavier Betts, Omar Manning, and Samori Torrey are as advertised. How much will that improve the offense with Adrian Martinez still at the helm uh, from C. Wessel 76? I mean, I, I think it's a no-brainer. I mean, this if I think if two of those three hit, it's going to improve this offense. If all three hit, I think we're going to be like, what the hell has been Nebraska been doing the last couple of years? And, I mean, you just think about last year, guys. They were trotting out a group of walk-ons you know levi falk who's a solid role player Cade warner who's very limited as we know wyatt lever i mean there was a core of walk-on guys playing a bulk of the snaps for for a lot of the year you replace that with three potential draft picks i mean i think it's gonna look a lot different well i mean just the amount of misses at wide receiver over the last few classes has been one of the more crippling parts of why Nebraska's offense has been so bad is because they don't have any playmakers on the perimeter. And, you know, as good as Wandale was, he can only do so much. And, uh, you know, Omar Manning not being what they expected, J.D. Spielman transferring. I mean, just the the lack of weapons Adrian Martinez has had at that position, uh, you know, you can say what you want about him. That's not helping anything. And so if he can get some bona fide week-to-week game-changing wide receivers uh, there will be a direct correlation in an uptick in his production. And suddenly you'll start thinking about him as a different quarterback if those guys play up to the level we expect. Yeah, imagine if you could get some explosive playmakers on the perimeter. Who, who can get off a to press coverage and beat somebody downfield. And that can also potentially block in the run game. Holy cow. <laughs> I mean, But you didn't have your blocking receivers and yeah. your catching receivers? Yeah, exactly. I mean, do you think Wandell and J.D. Spielman really wanted to block? I mean, I mean. No. No. So uh, this the whole dynamic of this group could change overnight um, if if these guys and I'm very confident Tory's going to work out. I think Betts will take a huge step, and Manning's the X factor. Yeah. Can the guy practice 15 times this spring? I mean, he I don't think he's practiced 15 times at all in the last year. So can they get him out there for an entire spring for five weeks of actually being a part of the the offense? Well, to his credit, uh, I mean, just based off social media, which you take it for what it's worth, but he seems like he's all in on Nebraska. I mean, like some guy was trashing him for picking Nebraska, and he said, you know, he replied with a, a quote tweet, GBR forever, you know? So, like, I mean, he's, he's at least committed. And so that part of the equation seems to be, at least on the surface, uh, you know, in the past. Now it's a matter of, can he do it every day over the course of the season and keep himself on the field, not only to be ready for games, but be a guy this staff can trust and count on in practice? Because that's a big deal. You can't just throw guys out there on Saturday and say, go make plays, even though you didn't do anything in practice. It just doesn't work that way. All right. Next question is a recruiting one. Um, Has to do with Carson Hegerly out of North Dakota, uh, West Fargo, North Dakota. And uh, when will Nebraska offer? Will they offer? Is the question from, of course, Fargo Husker. And you know, I've talked, I've talked to um, Carson, and you know, things have really picked up for him. I just think it's a wait and see. But Nate, stories like this really excite me. It reminds me of Nate Gary or Brent Qualley. You get the kind of one outlier guy every once in a while, and in, in the Dakotas um, that 
that kind of blows up. And I, I think Hagerly could be that guy, especially when people get a chance to see him as a six foot three, hundred and eighty five pound athlete. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd be surprised if he didn't become that guy for this recruiting cycle. I, I think that, I mean, there's an awful lot to like about him. The kid is extremely athletic. Uh, I feel like you know if Nebraska had been able to to get eyes on him in person, whether that was him visiting Lincoln or, or them being able to go up there during you know during the evaluation period or or during uh, the month of January in a normal cycle, maybe he'd have the offer already. But we know that the, Nebraska is pretty high on him and that they like him. You know they wouldn't be having Zoom calls and and you know t- taking him on virtual tours and whatnot if if they didn't like him so uh i think right now it's just kind of a matter of where does he fit on the board what position is he going to play how many are we going to be able to take at that position and you know where's he where's he fall on the board right now and then the next question is another recruiting question nate has to do with jake applegate at lincoln southeast um probably the sixth best prospect in the state nebraska's offered the top five Number one, what position do you see Applegate at? Number two, do you think Applegate will get an offer from Nebraska here before the camp season would start in June? Well, first of all, I think he's I think he's a linebacker at the next level. Um, you know, he's I mean he's a legit 6'4", 210, 215 pounds, really impressive looking athlete that you know, can run very well. He's physical. Uh, I'm surprised he doesn't have more offers. Not necessarily that Nebraska has yet to offer, but just in general, I, I think there's I think there's a lot of players or a lot of teams out there that are that are kind of missing the boat with this player. So, but with Nebraska, I think that there's a very good chance that they do end up offering. I I have no idea when that could happen. If it's something that could happen before the camp season, or if it's going to be a deal where he's got to come earn it at camp. I. I just again, you know, kind of going back to the Hegerly deal. I think it might come down to numbers. You know, they're they're pretty they're pretty loaded at linebacker. They, they signed a big linebacker class last year. They got a lot of young linebackers on the team. So, um, you know, where does he fall on your board? All right. Next question in the mailbag here it has to do with COVID. Do you think and should athletes be prioritized to get the vaccine? And I think my answer on this one is no, because I mean, the president said this week. Everybody in the country should have access to the vaccine by May 31st. So if that is the case, you know the the powers that be at Big Ten institutions are going to make sure their athletes at least at minimum have access to the single-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine by May 31st. That should be plenty of time, in my opinion, to to kind of get things rolling for the summer and and the 2021-22 fall sports season. Well, and you think about it too. I mean, how many? What's the percentage of athletes that have already had it? Uh, you know, that it, the, with the outbreaks that have gone on over the past twelve months. Uh, I mean, that's probably part of the deal. And then also the optics to it. I mean, you pump, jump in the line, pump a bunch of eighteen and twenty-two year old, like most physically fit people in the country, full of the vaccine over, uh, you know, seniors and you know, sixty-five plus guys that are at the most high risk. Probably not the best idea, and especially when you know, if you wait just a little bit longer, everyone's going to have their chance to get the vaccine. Yeah, to me, that's what it comes down to is, you know, when when is everyone going to have a chance to get it? Now, would I be upset if one of the football players got it before I did? No, I I mean, that would not bug me. But um, should should universities and or the NCAA as a as a whole prioritize athletes over 
other people, especially the elderly or the sick or whatever? No, I don't think so. And I, I look at where we're at now. I mean, as a taping the show on Wednesday, there's 150 people in the hospital statewide. In, in the middle of the football season, there was nearly 1,000 in Nebraska. So we are thankfully in a much better place, and hopefully that only continues to improve here in the state of Nebraska um, as, as we get more and more people vaccinated. All right, final question. EA Sports College Football Video Game. A, are you guys going to reboot your video game careers to play college football? I know all of us kind of probably played video games too long until we got married and had children, mm-hmm. all because of college football. In fact, the last day I played a video game was the week before my daughter, Kit, who's now seven, was born. And that was the final edition of the Sam Keller shutdown EA Sports um, college football video game. And B, do you think Nebraska will pull themselves off the game like teams as Notre Dame did here earlier in the month? Uh, First question, no, I will not play it because for one i don't have any time to like play what is the game. system you would play it on now is yeah. there like a ps what is it, ps4 five, five? Yeah. i mean i've got five is i've got a three if that tells you anything so no uh my i have retired the sticks i'm not not gonna be booting that up and you know what from what i've heard from people that do play video games the ea franchise has been like hot garbage like the product of games is just the recycled it's basically the same game we played when we were in college <laughs> it's basically it's the same game they just like update the rosters so there's a bunch of glitches and like the product of ea games apparently has plummeted and i will stop my nerdy gamer talk and turn it to name that's yeah that's interesting i did not know <laughs> that robin uh, getting getting educated here now i don't know i i won't um, as much as I would like to think, oh yeah, it'd be fun to you know to, to fire up the the PlayStation. I don't even have one anymore. I think I sold it. I think it was a PS2. <laughs> so I mean, but the, uh, the PS3 was like the heavier black one, right? Yeah. And it was a Blu-ray player, which mm-hmm. you know was kind of a a, was, ca- a was re- big time. There's a reason to buy it yeah. because you had the Blu-ray player with the wireless PS3 remotes. Yeah. Yeah. So back to your uh, qu- another question about will Nebraska stay on the game? I don't know. I mean, they've kind of been the front runners of this whole NIL thing. Uh, so maybe, you know, they're going to. But yeah, but there's, there's questions like there's no question on the compensation for the athletes. Mm-hmm. That's why teams are pulling out. Mm-hmm. Like until they understand the NIL language, that's why teams don't want to be involved right. in the video game. Right. yet. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? Maybe they have a, a pretty good idea of what to expect with that. And that might alter their decision. But uh I would be disappointing though. They finally get college football back, even though I'm not going to play it. And Nebraska wouldn't be on the game. That that's like all like FCS. It's like it's like remember the regional FCS opponents. There was like (laughs) were the names of some of the regional like Southern. It was just directions. It was like Southeast. Yeah, college or God, I forgot all about those. Yeah, I don't. I don't even remember. (laughs) I just like to recruit. Oh yeah, that was the best. I I would I would do the recruiting and then (laughs) simulate the season. So the best trick that I ever had was when you created a player and you like made him the 99s across the board, uh, except you made him a punter or a kicker. And then you put his kicking and punting abilities like all the way down to zero. So he'd be like a, a 52 rated kicker and you'd recruit him, go all in on him. And then you just switch his position and you'd have like a 99 running back. Wow. That, that's how what, you build a franchise right there. Life hack. Game changer. The, yeah. So Nate and I, when we first met and. O two, we were traveling the country for a company called the Recruits Unlimited. I think we ran close to fifty camps around the entire nation. Drove in a van, and we jimmy rigged my thirteen inch TV, and I believe it was the PS two, Nate. 
Yeah, it had to have been the PS2. And we had one of those like cigarette lighter adapters, and it made our summer. I mean, we played yeah. a car wide dynasty where everybody had a team, everybody recruited. I mean, it, and it, it was it was real, man. We we had some fun times playing that game in the car. A lot of smack talking. Did a lot of smack talking. Some heated moments, but it made the time pass. Because what we drove forty thousand miles that summer, something like that. I mean, forty it was, or fifty thousand miles. Yeah, it was crazy. Our worst drive, I'll never forget. We went from Lincoln to Miami, Miami to Detroit, Detroit to Dallas in a matter of ten days. Yeah, mm. in a car. And then back to Lincoln. Yeah, in a 15-passenger van. With seven people. <laughs> With seven people. And we were only allowed to get two hotel rooms for seven people. <laughs> so that was the summer, and we played a lot of EA Sports that summer. But that should be interesting to follow here over the coming weeks. All right, when we come back, we'll close the show with recruiting. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.